From the lives of our saints, our church celebrates the feast of Saint Miron. The following are some thoughts on his life and works. Miron was a man of influence, but it was only through tireless effort that his farm prospered. Others were less yielding for lack of hard labour born of dedication to a high purpose in life, to say nothing of Christian dedication that allows only one day of rest per week, and oftentimes less than that. As a result of his industry and resourcefulness, he had more to market than most. But most of his customers, if not m- but some of his customers, if not most, were lacking for ready cash, and Miron's flourishing farm took on all aspects of a non-profit organisation. The more the need, the harder Miron worked, and the more he gave away. Finally, he was threatened with bankruptcy himself, but a highly unusual incident of generosity proved him once and for all a man of divine purpose. He surprised two thieves one night, who were stuffing a small sack with grain. They dropped the sack in terror and were about to flee, when Miron calmly told them that the sack they'd brought with them was not much larger than a purse, and he proceeded to give them a much larger sack. He told them to fill it with grain, and if that was not enough, they could come back for more. He added that they need not come under the cover of darkness, but were free to come in God's daylight, with the assurance they would not be turned away. This marvellous exhibition of Christian charity was soon public knowledge, and he was besieged not only by well-wishers, but by those offering to help him. This eased his burden to give him more time for the church he was also assisting. Eventually, Miron Miron turned his farm over to a group sworn to its proper maintenance and development in the interest of charity only. This done, he answered the call to Christ that had been within him for many years and entered into a formal study for the priesthood. He was ordained after years of study in which he displayed not only a keen intellect and a warm heart, but also proximity to God manifested in deeds that could be called nothing but miracles. These were not just miracles of faithful healing, but other manifestations of the power of God through this pious servant. Known as the merciful Miron, he served with selfless devotion, denying himself for the sake of others less fortunate. Eventually, he was rewarded by being named Bishop of Knossos, an office he was to hold for the incredibly long period of 70 years, in the course of which there was an abundance of his touch of grace in too many instances to be enumerated. One account of unusual circumstances has to do with the relief of a community whose flocks were being systematically killed by one or more of the wild beasts that roamed the region, in some cases becoming man-killers. Miron took up a vigil with a herd of sheep, and his patience was rewarded when the much-feared beast appeared. But, as it was about to pounce on an innocent lamb, the bishop pointed accusingly, and the animal dropped dead on the spot. From there on, there were no more marauders to prey on the herds, and the scattered peasants resumed their peaceful ways, free of the fear from the beast whose companions, if any, never reappeared. On another occasion, Miron was travelling on an errand of mercy when he was forced to cross the river Triton, swollen from recent rains and flowing with a current that made passage impossible. While his companions watched, Miron placed his staff in the river and the raging waters were becalmed. On the return trip, the waters were found to have become brackish, and after recrossing, the staff again was dipped and the river resumed its flow. He is said to have been 100 years old when he died on the 8th of August.